This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Week 835, and Travis Kelsey and his uh, brother, who happens to play for the Philadelphia Eagles, what's his brother's name? It's Jason. Jason. Yes. Jason. Uh, they have a little show, and they've been entertaining all week long. We're going to hear some highlights of that coming up 650, and what they're asking people in Philadelphia uh, to not do this thing as we get ready for the Super Bowl, which is coming up next weekend. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Let's get to it. I am Brandon Rather. To my left this morning, Ashley Emmel. Good, Good morning. Good morning. There's Mr. Brian Houseworth. Good morning, all. John Marsh is here. There's producer Hannah. Hello. 874-9390. Uh, so I woke up this morning, and my, my phone is blowing up. At 2 a.m.? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh... Chinese spy balloon spotted over America. Marsh, what do you know about this this morning? Pretty crazy, yeah. The Chinese spy balloon, it's over basically Malmstrom Air Force Base in central Montana, which is near Billings. And that's like Whiteman used to be. They have 150 Minutemen missiles based there. Military pretty worked up in the administration as well over why a Chinese spy balloon is over U.S. Continental airspace. Now the Canadians are saying there might be one up there as well. Pentagon Press Secretary Pat Ryder. The United States government has detected and is tracking a high-altitude surveillance balloon that is over the continental United States right now. The U.S. government, to include NORAD, continues to track and monitor it closely. And so here's the official word right now. They're saying, well, we don't want to shoot it down. Why? I was going to say, why can't shoot we just take a big blow dart? Just yeah, I will shoot it down. With a BB gun. <laughs> That's what I thought. you like, just, you know, get the kid from a Christmas story, pop this thing out of the air. Here's the official word from your federal government. Uh, we don't want to shoot it down because we don't want to injure people or property. Come on, what? it's Montana. Come you on. know, there's, there's nobody in Montana. <laughs> A lot of wide open spaces yeah. in Montana. What do the Chinese need in Montana? Exactly. It's just incredibly disconcerting. And this goes to the bigger picture. This is one of the things Stephanie and I had always talked about. When the, the tragic events of January the 20th of 2021, we knew immediately and probably even before that, um, we, look, we look bad as a nation. We've got no testicles anymore. And we've seen that with the Afghanistan pullout. What happened there? We saw Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine because of Joe's sloppy pullout in Afghanistan. And now China is just some some dude probably with a drone uh, operating the, the balloon, directing where it goes. How do you react to this, Ashley? I'm mad. Shoot it down. I don't know what we're doing. I don't. I don't there, I just, there should be no waiting. Shoot it down. I, I, I just don't understand. And people that think this is OK. Now, this is ahead of the other thing that's happening. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken was supposed to be meeting with China leaders next week. Right now, here is what China is saying they're launching an investigation into this suspected spy balloon flying over the United States. China announcing its government is looking in to reports that a suspected Chinese spy balloon was discovered flying in the U.S. airspace over Mont. So they're saying it is in U.S. airspace. China is here's what here's the other thing China is saying. China is a responsible country. Huh. <laughs> and that's the proper response. <laughs> And has always strictly abided by international laws. China has no intention to violate the territory and airspace of any sovereign countries. And I think you just did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, it, it, it's it's 
it's like that attorney earlier this week for uh, for the Columbia Public School District, Chuck Basie, the whole thing, Chuck Basie getting on the ballot. And the CPS, this, this uh, I, I don't know how much CPS pays her. I'm guessing it's not very much. She lost the case. And then afterwards said, well, Your Honor, what... What rule are we violating? The one that you've been in court for today, lady. That's, it's like that's what was said, and the judge was pretty irked, irked yeah. with the question. In fact, he he said, "I've already issued my ruling." Mm-hmm. That was his response. Uh, uh, Shut your mouth, you jabroni! 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 By the way, we can hand out a couple of more of these Jabroni! this morning. I don't know. Has anybody heard how the squad melted down yesterday after Ilhan Omar voted off of a committee? Joe Peggs had a lot of audio last night on that. He did about 30 minutes here on, on the Eagle last night, um, playing a lot of sound from uh, AOC and uh, Corey Bush and some others. Which, by the way, how embarrassing to be voted off of a big committee like that. On a national level, that's embarrassing. Do you think it was a private vote, or do you think <laughs> it was a, like on a little vote. piece of paper? It, it was a majority <laughs> vote. Uh, and here's so, and of course, so when you have nothing, and we've seen this locally, as a matter of fact, with incidents with the local school district. If you've got no intelligence to base your argument on, if you have no critical thinking skills, what do you do? You go for, well, it's racism, it's you're homophobic, you're transphobic, you're all this, it's name calling when you have nothing. Same thing for AOC. I had a member of the Republican caucus threaten my life, and you all and the Republican caucus rewarded him. And then... She goes into its race. Has been the targeting and racism against Muslim Americans throughout the United States of America. Ilhan Omar uh, was was not targeted because of racism. It was because of comments uh, that she said, one of them, comparing U.S. to terrorist organizations. And remember, she had a chance to address this on CNN, and she, as, as people like to say in the news business, she doubled down on her comments at the time. Uh, accusing Israel of acts of terror, as you and other members of the squad have done, is anti-Semitic. Um, do you regret these comments? I don't. I don't regret them. So she doubled down on it. And that's why she's been voted off the committee. It's like, have you seen those memes where it's like, oh, it's the consequences of my own actions? <laughs> uh, and the other... Well, this this is it's it's, pol- it's political uh, payback. It's revenge. I agree with you on that, but that's how politics plays out. If you have a, de- a Democrat leader in the House, that's what happens. And these people are acting like they're surprised, much like an attorney standing up in a courtroom and say, "Your Honor, what what rule did we violate here today?" It is all that same mindset of these progressives. Wow. We're going to be covering more of this. Matter of fact, uh, coming up 710 this morning, Colonel Rick Combs, former gubernatorial candidate, uh, F-15 pilot, a retired base commander. This dude, he fought. He, did he do combat, John? He's done. Oh, yeah. He, mm. Reception, distinguished flying cross and all that was in, I guess, Desert Storm and the War on Terror. And a radio guy at one time, too. He yep. worked in radio. Maybe he could shoot the balloon down. Some, and maybe he's got with what he uh, what he knows with his role in the military over the years. Maybe he has some kind of insight. He's going to be joining us coming up at seven ten this morning on Wake Up Mid Missouri on ninety three nine The Eagle and one zero four five News Radio nine fifty K W O S. The other thing that freaked me out this morning, so I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a, a, a Chinese spy balloon flying over America. 
well, why is this happening? And by the way, we shouldn't be too concerned about a balloon flying over uh, American airspace. Uh, because this this is the guy in charge. More than half the women in my cabinet, more than more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half the women in, the, in my administration are women. Half the women in my administration <laughs> are women. That was like a trans thing or oh, something there. <laughs> this is the guy. So you and your kids waking up at 617 on a Friday morning, waking up. A Chinese uh, a spy balloon from one of our sworn enemies over American airspace? More than half the women in my cabinet, more than more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half the women in, the, in my administration are women. And that's the guy who's protecting <laughs> your kids and your grandbabies. Half the women in my cabinet are women. Wow. So the other thing, my phone blowing up this morning, all of a sudden, apparently, and I'm not sure, I'm, I'm having a hard time sifting through local news headlines. Brian has a copy of the actual press release, but basically... a Apparently, recreational marijuana can be sold today if dispensaries are approved. Marsh, you've been getting your head around this one? No, I can't. Okay. <laughs> I can't figure it out either. Let's let's just kind of sum this up right now. And I'm and Lisa Cox. I want to emphasize. I think she's done an incredible job at the Department of Health and Senior Services, and I really mean that. She's kind of a her and. Um, uh, uh, Sammy Joe, um, who came over from agriculture, have their have had their hands full with the pandemic, and they've got flu. That is a huge department. But this press release from Lisa, and I'm not being critical, but it's almost written. You almost have to be an attorney to understand it. So just let me sum it up here in just a couple of sentences. To me, what what they're saying is the emergency rules, Brandon, go into effect today. They the all the ninety percent of the medical marijuana dispensaries requested to go adult use in, in medical back in December. And I think this is the key today. There's a division of cannabis reg, uh, regulation, brand new division within DHSS. They'll begin approving the conversion request today, but they have until the constitutional deadline of Monday. So not necessarily, w- I mean, they, it's going to take some time. They got to get paperwork done. I don't think you're going to be able at eight o'clock in the morning, go out and get, to, get you know, marijuana. Um, I think it's going to take some time on that. And then, and then also they're requiring the licensee to know and understand the rules that apply to their facility but it's just there's i just go back to medical marijuana that rollout was kind of a disaster for the department and they were getting a lot of criticism up until COVID, and everybody forgot about it and this could be a little overwhelming for them but right now i think it's very important to note monday's the deadline it's not today so kind of my takeaway from it i'm seeing local headlines like this recreational marijuana can be sold friday if dispensaries are approved, so that would mean somebody from the Department of uh, Health and Human Services in Missouri is sitting in that office at 620 in the morning stamping approval. I, I, they're not, I, they're yeah. not there. Yeah. I mean, that's that head, that headline is accurate. And again, I'm not a, a lawyer, but I think I think the big thing is I wouldn't it's probably not going to be closer till tomorrow, Sunday or Monday. Mm-hmm. Because you it, get, you're going to get overwhelmed. So I, and I know a guy who were Facebook friends, never met the dude personally, but he does security for one of these medical marijuana dispensaries. And he says, hey, it's going to go on sale February 6th. We're expecting it to be like lining up at the old Keel Auditorium in St. Louis for Bon Jovi <laughs> concert tickets. Slippery When Wet Tour 1987. Yeah, I think the demand is going to be pretty high. 
Oh, oh. Very good. Very good. We're nominating oh, Anna for one of good. our... Good. Good morning, folks. <laughs> this is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Amp up their aggressive posture everywhere they possibly can. As Senator Bill Haggerty, Republican from Tennessee. Big context here in those remarks. He made those remarks yesterday prior to the discovery of a Chinese spy balloon floating over Montana. The Pentagon says, well, we don't want to shoot it down because we don't want to injure people or property over Montana. That is getting us into today's daily D.C. rundown. Do want to let you know, 710 this morning, Colonel Rick Combs, F-15 pilot, retired base commander and former gubernatorial candidate joining us on the show at 710, breaking down what he knows about this. Meanwhile, Foreign Ministry spokesperson Mao Ning also said she had no information about whether a trip to China by U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken planned for next week will proceed as scheduled. So Anthony Blinken was scheduled to go over there and chat anyway. And now this is going on. China also saying that politicians and the public should withhold judgment before we have a clear understanding of the facts about the spy balloon reports. And I agree with that a little bit. But here are some facts we do know. <laughs> China, enemy, spy balloon, United States of America. How many more facts do we need? I think that covers it, man. By the way, Blinken would be the highest-ranking member of uh, Joe's administration to visit uh, China. Republican-led House. I can't wait. We should hear some more of this coming up 635. It got crazy in the House yesterday uh, because that's oftentimes what progressives, I'm not saying all Democrats, I'm talking about progressives, uh, whether it be local politicians here in mid-Missouri or on a national level, it is the same mindset. Uh, they didn't get their way. They don't understand how politics work because in politics, yeah, it's it's a sport. I, I like to compare politics to a sport. Uh, we get on the field and we battle it out like the Chiefs and Eagles are going to be doing next Sunday. But then when the game is over, then what do we do? We cool. yeah, swat each other on the <laughs> rear end, shake hands. High five. High five. Good game. Um, that's what politics is. So they are shocked. These Democrats are, they're calling it political retribution. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just simply the way the game is played. Uh, as a matter of fact, Kevin McCarthy was able to solidify Republicans to take action against the, uh, against Ilhan Omar, uh, in the new Congress. Although some GOP lawmakers had expressed reservations. Uh, but Ilhan Omar says this isn't what the American people want. Well, she's wrong. The American people elected a Republican majority into the House of Representatives. Those representatives from their states who were put there by Americans in their respective states, they're the ones that voted her her out. you got to hear some of what they're saying. I think we'll do that coming up here at 635. Our next president, Ron DeSantis, Ashley Emmel guest co-host this morning. Good morning. Smiling when I say our next governor, <laughs> our, our next president. I love DeSantis. I think he's so good. Uh, right, And that's where my head is right now. DeSantis over pretty much any other GO, and there'd be a lot of fine GOP candidates. Uh, yeah, he's the guy. He's got, he's got the mindset of some great previous Republican presidents. So here's where he is right now this morning at 629 on a feel-good Friday with the presidential race. He's still probably months away from... This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. I think uh, women have a lot better attention to detail. I think they're going to get a lot more calls right. Um, I predict a lot more penalty flags. I'm not going to lie. Right? 15-yard penalty. 
Number seven, he knows what he did. Yeah. <laughs> the coach is like losing his mind. He's like, what? If he doesn't know, I can't help him. <laughs> is that stereotype? Is that true anymore, Ashley? No, it's oh. not true unless you're married. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you it. talking to me? You know what you did. <laughs> it, it's kind of true. Kind of true. Yeah. So is that something you do seriously? I'm poking, but as well, if you don't know what you did, then never mind. No. No. <laughs> I've never done that. I just see other people doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Marsh. You're, you're also not married yet. You know, like just wait. I'll keep my I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> that's a that's a well trained man right there. <laughs> that's right. Good work, smart man. Welcome to Wake Up Mid Missouri. Uh, we are sporting red today, and there's a reason that. And you can see this by going and watching our YouTube channel. We're on Facebook at. Uh, you can go to our Facebook show page. You can also go to YouTube. Wake Up Mid Missouri. But we're wearing red today. Yeah, we wear red every Friday to remember everyone deployed. And Brandon, I told you this morning that you kind of look like a Star Trek character. And it's kind of funny. My future father-in-law texted me just a few minutes ago and sent me a picture of the guy that he thinks you look like. You see it? Yeah. Yep. Oh, God. Is, is, is that <laughs> Captain Picard? Yep. It is. You guys are wearing the same shirt. Can Make start, it so, number one. Start calling him the captain. No. Yes, please. No. But I, Ashley, no. Sorry. Ashley, you're going to have to leave. I almost left this morning after what happened. <laughs> we'll get to that, too. It's John's fault. Uh, I didn't do it. John, I may not be captain, but I identify as a captain, so I'm requesting that you all refer to me as captain, because even though it's not a fact, it's how I identify. Thank captain you. underpants, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't uh, uh, yes. address me by my preferred pronoun of captain, then you're transphobic. You will no longer live long or prosper. <laughs> uh, but you can see the shirt, and I guess it does. And now, frankly, I'm kind of embarrassed at this point. No, my, don't be embarrassed. It's a cool a shirt. You just need a cape now. My, uh, my father, he was a huge Star Trek fan. May even get on to the Wake Up Mid Missouri YouTube page to see he's a huge like you walk into my dad's office, uh, he his wallpaper is like scenes from outer space. Uh, God, I'm almost embarrassed to admit this, Ashley. Uh, he has a, a cardboard cutout of Captain Kirk. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. That is cool. We just like got it. a text at eight seven four ninety three ninety. John said the red shirts always die on Star Trek. Oh. <laughs> there you go, Captain. Beam, beam yeah. down to the planet, Scotty, <laughs> Mr. Spock, and, and Yeoman Kowalski. Be what happened to Kowalski, right? <laughs> uh, and by the way, Star Trek was, uh, 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 it made history. Uh, it was the first time a, a white dude and a black chick kissed on uh, the TV. It was William Shatner who, man, dude's still alive just a couple of years ago, went into outer space. Uh, but it was uh, the first kiss, uh, interracial kiss. It was on Star Trek. Groundbreaking TV. This is groundbreaking radio, <laughs> he said facetiously. <laughs> uh, do you want to get into what happened in D.C. Uh, yesterday? Ilhan Omar voted off of a committee, and as progressives do, they flip their lid, and it's not their fault. There's a reason. Everything, it's always somebody else's fault. It's somebody else's fault. I'm reminded of a time I was flying, landing in Phoenix, Arizona, and the captain, it was uh, Captain Picard, who was piloting the Southwest <laughs> plane that day. 
came on. It was a bumpy landing. He says, ladies and gentlemen, sorry for the bumpy landing. He says, it wasn't my fault. It was the asphalt. <laughs> right? Uh, but that's a progressive. It's always somebody else's uh, fault. You can look at local politicians, local Democrats over the past couple of weeks and regarding what happened with CPS taking little kids to a drag show. It's your fault. You're, you're a homophobe. You're transphobic. That's how they think. And I like to give specific uh, examples of how that works out. Where was I? You want to identify as a captain? D.C.? You were going where no man has gone before? There we go. <laughs> uh, D.C. So Il, uh, Ilhan Omar gets voted off of a, a committee. And, of course, it's racism. It's because she is a woman of color, which I despise that phrase anyway. We are all, we all have some kind of color uh, to us. This is Rashida Tlaib. She is from Michigan. At weaponizing hate against a black, beautiful Muslim woman. So it's race. It's, uh, it's race. That's all they have. Uh, it's just politics. Uh, I, I just don't understand the mindset. It's about this. It's about that. It's it's crazy. The other thing I don't understand, I'd heard the story but hadn't seen the story. And there's this dude on YouTube. They call him. I love that. They have, like, names. They're called YouTubers. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's original. <laughs> <laughs> what else would you call them? Right? YouTubers. That's the nerds. <laughs> um, how about millionaires? Yeah. yeah. So this dude, and I can't, I'm kind of casually familiar with the story, but he's cured a thousand, or he's helped pay, facilitate over a thousand people getting surgery to help them uh, see again. And it's kind of, it's a, it's a remarkable thing. And I will always, I'm a softie for good deeds, especially on Feel Good Fridays. I love that kind of stuff. Uh, but here he's helped a young man named Jeremiah. Jeremiah has been blind in his right eye since he was born, and it's affected his vision his entire life. Are you excited to be able to see out of both? Hopefully if the surgery goes that way. Because Jeremiah was born with cataracts, his right eye never received light, and that means that this surgery only has a 50% chance of working. I didn't even think this was real. Like, I'm waiting to wake up. <laughs> oh, my God. Surgery worked. Jeremiah, who's like 16 years old, is able to see. And it almost makes me teary-eyed because I think it's just a joyous thing. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm a softie. I admit it. But, and it's a big old but, there's a, it, there are a lot of people, and there's a lot of them in politics especially, they're not happy unless they have something to be unhappy about. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course it does. Yeah, I'm not happy unless I got something to be angry about. And some people are angry. Why are they angry at this guy? Who knows? He helped over a thousand blind people see again. I mean, the, the scene is true. No good deed goes unpunished. And I feel like it's for this kid too. Mr. Beast. Normally, I would tend to agree that, you know, you should do your good deeds in private. However, this guy, I think the good that he did outweighed the bad of him maybe trying to get views or whatever out of it. I don't know. That's just my opinion. So my grandfather always, he's, cause if you've done something good, you don't, you don't tell other people. And my grandpa would tell me, because otherwise it doesn't count. And uh, to an extent, I, I do agree with that. I'm mm -hmm. not going to uh, go and say, hey, yesterday, uh, this, uh, this uh, woman at Mosier's, uh, she had a problem carrying out her groceries and the door, the electronic doors would work, and I helped her. 
And if I said that, then it doesn't count that I did that good deed. Well, for me, it goes back to scripture, Matthew 6, 1. Be careful that you don't do your charitable giving before men to be seen by them, or else you have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. That's a good one. The video apparently sparking a conversation about the ethics behind good deeds. Some accused the creator of exploiting participants in the video by funding their surgeries for personal gain and content rather than genuine altruism. Altruism, doing things for other people, living your life, for example, on an altruistic plane. I try to see what I can do for for other people. Um, He said people are saying, well, it's an amazing an amazing piece of altruism on your behalf. Why make a video about it? Uh, and I would answer that question. I so we can enjoy the goodness. I mean, didn't hearing hearing some of that? How did that make you feel? I felt good about it. Yeah. And, and like you said, you know, yes, he's a YouTuber, but he took that thing to raise the money to help over a thousand people. And when you talk about this is what I did. Other people are going to donate for other good deeds. So I love the story. This is good. And a little bit of background: the guy who did this, he goes by Mr. Beast on YouTube. He is the biggest YouTuber on the platform. He has the most subscribers out of anybody else in the world. And he said just a couple days ago, he was quoted in saying he promises to give all of his money away before he dies. And we're talking about millions of dollars. And this is not the first time this guy has done something good like this. Do you know how many followers he has? I can look it up real quick. Here's and I'm by the way I'm on board with that plan. I want to give away all my money before I die. I I I don't need I need a place to live and maybe something to eat once in a while. But steak. Some steak. Steak. But when I do get give it away before I I want it to be while I'm on the hospital bed. <laughs> are you going to give it to your kids, or are you going to have your kids in the hospital room with you while you're writing checks to the church? <laughs> I, I I would give it to my kids. This guy has 131 million subscribers. Wow! So he's got a few. Just a couple. Just a couple. Just a couple. And vice versa. You look. You look at uh, the number of followers that Wake Up Mid Missouri has on YouTube. So close. <laughs> Just so close. Not to make fun of us, but uh, to give some uh, perspective. Yeah, perspective and uh, context. Eight seven four ninety three ninety. Apparently, Mr. Beast does a lot of other good deeds. Uh, people vote with their dollars as people vote with their clicks and views online. Lots of his fans support him because of what he does. Appreciate that. 874-9390-874-9390. If you get around, you're goofing on the internet today, um, go to Best of uh, Columbia's website, or excuse me, Inside Columbia Magazine's website. We are doing the Best of Columbia 2023, and you can vote for your favorite restaurants, bartenders, radio show hosts. We should create a category for your favorite fill-in talk show host. It would be Ashley. Uh, or a favorite chiropractor. Favorite chiropractor in your chiropractor business? Compass Chiropractic and Wellness. Compass Chiropractic and Wellness. And there's a key, the focus on the wellness. And our friends in Jefferson City can also vote for us. And you can do a fill-in like Brandon said for best (laughs) fill-in co-host. Incidentally, in John, we've talked about this before. You know, we do Feel Good Friday. Sometimes people will text in or call and say, hey, here's what I feel good about today. Something to show some gratitude just because I believe it's it's contagious. And uh, by nature of what we do here on this show, sometimes things can bog you down a little bit. And that's why here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950 KWS, we try to, hey, here's the news. Here's how it impacts you. Here's what it means. Here's what you should care. But then also trying to lighten the load a little bit some some heavy stuff but one of the things we had talked about doing as we speak of altruism on a public plane is 
Maybe on Fridays, instead of calling it and saying what you're grateful for, call it and brag on yourself. You know, brag, because I don't think we do it enough. I mean, there's some hey, people. Why not, right? Yeah. There's some people that do it too much, and maybe they make up for those of us that don't. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Tomorrow, after the Missouri Department of Health said that they went into emergency rules. That's Ethan Hines, ABC 17. I think a story that's generated at least... Best we can tell on Marsh, and I think I'm bottom lining this all right, is so uh, you read some of the headlines. Dispensaries can can start selling uh, recreational weed today, but it's still there's still some approval. So we don't know if it's going to be approved today. And am I misunderstanding this story properly? I guess is my question. Yeah, yeah, you and me both. Okay, so we're misunderstanding it properly. Makes me feel way better on a feel-good Friday. The other thing we're working on coming up, 710, Rick Combs is going to be joining us. I woke up this morning, which, by the way, apparently I really do go to bed early. Ashley was on. I was on Tobler's show yesterday. Randy Tobler's here every day, 4 to 6. We were talking about uh, the poor work ethic that exists among especially younger generations today. And... I guess right after that, I was out because then you came on. I did come on, and you weren't here. I wasn't here. Lickety split. I was out. Um, but apparently this this balloon story, a Chinese spy balloon just floating over America, and Pentagon doesn't want to shoot it down because they're afraid they might hurt some people or property. It's over Montana, and incidentally, within a couple of hundred miles of several military bases. Rick Holmes, he's going to be joining us coming up at 710. He's a formal former gubernatorial candidate. There you go. He ran for U.S. Senate, too, I think. It's my Joe Joe Biden. Did you know that half the women in the Biden administration are women? Really? That's just quoting Joe. That's what Joe Joe said. Is that breaking news? (laughs) Very good. Biden, the guy who's in charge, so your little babies and grandbabies getting up this morning. China has a spy balloon floating over America, and this is the guy who's keeping us safe. More than half the women in my cabinet, more than more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half the women on the, in my administration are women. More than half the women are women, directly from the president himself. Breaking what are the other half? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> um, oh, in the other breaking news uh, yesterday. Uh, officials are saying Hunter Biden's laptop was Hunter Biden's, <laughs> <laughs> which we all knew. <laughs> Remember, that was really one of the big starts for people like Twitter and Facebook being investigated, if you will, because of their political biases. Remember, they blocked Twitter, blocked the Hunter Biden story from the New York Post. Well, it wasn't his laptop at that time. He wasn't sure. But we have learned uh, now the Hunter Biden laptop is indeed Hunter Biden's. The other thing we've learned from his dad, Joe. Half uh, the women that Hunter dated were women. (laughs) (laughs) Points for John. We pick winners and losers, 835. Kelsey brothers are at a historic Super Bowl. Apparently, uh, so his brother Jason, they have a show, and his brother plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. First time in the history of the NFL. Brothers going to oppose each other in the Super Bowl. They do a little show together, and apparently it is, uh, it's a common thing during big games. There's a Rocky statue, a Sylvester Stallone Rocky statue <laughs> in Philadelphia. Uh, and Travis making a plea to us Chiefs fans. Chiefs, do not touch the Rocky <laughs> Memorial, okay? Do not do that, all right? Definitely don't put an 87 on there. All right? <laughs> do not do that. 
you edited that. I had to fix it. That's right. They, they, the brothers like to use the F word. I think Travis is a little bit more liberal with the F word. than Yeah. His, yeah okay. <laughs> and Travis, by the way, he's been here at the radio station. He does stuff on behalf of Club Car Wash. So he's in here all the time. In person, I've never had heard him use those words. Did you see the news surrounding uh, Jason Kelsey's wife?